0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, February 2nd. Good morning. I'm Jack Alley. Here's today's headlines. Trump budget hints how cuts get momentum, more HSUS turmoil, letter freeze down, and GOP sees no shutdown reprise. Trump budget to press cuts in farm spending. President Trump's fiscal 19 budget is due out February 12th, and it looks like the White House is going to make many of the same proposals as last year to slash spending on farm bill programs. Deputy Agriculture Secretary Steve Sinski says that last year's budget proposal, quote, provides some indications of what farmers and ranchers can expect in the new budget. Sensky, who was speaking on the sidelines of the Crop Insurance and Reinsurance Bureau's annual meeting yesterday, wouldn't go into detail about what might be of the budget. But when asked specifically whether the new budget would include the $29 billion in cuts to crop insurance that Trump proposed last year, Sensky said that last year's budget was a bit of a guide of what to expect this year. Last year, President Trump's budget proposals included a cap on premium subsidies of $40,000 per farmer, a new means test on premium subsidies, and the elimination of the harvest price option on revenue policies. Purdue weighed in with OMB. Sinsky said that Agriculture Secretary Purdue has been repeatedly pressing the White House Budget Office on certain issues which Sinsky didn't specify. Purdue didn't take office last year before the FY18 budget was largely finished. The FY19 budget is going to maintain spending that we think is important for stability for farmers and ranchers, for maintaining the basic programs, for maintaining a lot of what is important to grow our agriculture industry, but it's also going to contain some proposed cuts as well, according to Sinsky. Ex-RMA Chief. OMB proposals can gain momentum. Former Risk Management Agency Administrator Brandon Willis, who was also with the CIRB meeting in Scottsdale, Arizona, says there's reason to be concerned about continued proposals to cut crop insurance, even if there is resistance in Congress initially. He said the president's budgets are somewhere between an annoyance and a real threat, but they can gain momentum over time. He notes that there were previous budget proposals to reduce the 10 percent buy-up option for prevented planting coverage to 5 percent. This year, the agency made the same changes administratively. Willis, who worked at RMA during the Obama administration, described developing the USDA's annual budget as literally a fight over Christmas between the agency and the Office of Management and Budget. He said, it's tough back and forth. We actually have to publicly defend it, and they, the OMB, get to do everything behind closed doors. When the budget comes out later this month, he said, My gut tells me that USDA's not going to win all of the battles they may have to fight. USDA taking farm programs online. USDA has launched a new website, Farmers.gov, where producers will be able to apply for programs, file forms, and make appointments at county offices. The website is currently rather bare bones. For now, all you can do on the site is find the nearest county office for the Farm Service Agency or Natural Resources Conservation Service, but new features will be rolled out in coming months. Deputy Secretary Sensky says the department still expects farmers to use their county offices, but in-person visits may not be necessary. The website will allow for electronic signatures. HSUS chief survives despite workplace allegations. The turmoil at the Humane Society of the United States has taken yet another turn. The Washington Post reports seven members of the organization's board resigned yesterday after the board decided to keep Wayne Pacelli as CEO despite a series of sexual harassment allegations. The Post had earlier reported that some large donors were threatening to stop contributing to h s u s if Paselli was allowed to stay. The decision on Paselli comes in the wake of news that another top executive, Paul Shapiro, left the organization last month in the wake of a similar allegation of workplace misconduct. Paselli and Shapiro were driving forces behind the organization's efforts to force changes in animal agriculture. An organization that was formed to monitor and to criticize HSUS that Humane Watch hopes that the turmoil will draw attention to a TV ad that the group is running around Sunday Super Bowl. The 30-second ad, which was developed before the latest controversy surfaced, carries the message, give to your local shelter, not to HSUS. Dowd free for Senate vote. Greg Dowd is a step closer to getting confirmed as the Trump administration's chief agriculture negotiator after Senator Jeff Flake, an Arizona Republican, says he got the assurances he needed about the outcome of the NAFTA negotiations. Senate Finance Chairman Orrin Hatch, a Republican of Utah, wrote a letter dated Monday to Flake promising to find a solution to his concerns about the administration's position on anti-dumping protections sought by Florida tomato growers and others. Senator Jerry Moran, a Kansas Republican who had been trying for weeks to get Flake to lift his hold on Dowd's nomination, said the Hatcher letter turned out to be key. Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts, a Republican of Kansas, says he hopes Democrats will allow the Senate to vote on the Dowd nomination as soon as possible. GOP leaders confident of adverting shutdown. Senate Republican leaders are expressing confidence that there won't be another government shutdown over immigration issues. A government shutdown is one tool that has clearly been eliminated. There's no education in the second kick of a mule, that quip of Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell speaking at the GOP congressional retreat in West Virginia. House Speaker Paul Ryan said Congress will need to pass another continuing resolution next week, even though Republicans and Democrats are making progress on federal spending limits. The stopgap spending bill that is currently funding the government runs out after next Thursday, and there is still no agreement on spending limits for this fiscal year. Deadline of 2021 set for Voluntary Right to Repair The Association of Equipment Manufacturers and the Equipment Dealers Association have jointly set a 2021 deadline for members to start providing farmers the manuals and high-tech diagnostic tools that they need to repair their own tractors and combines. Many of the biggest manufacturers are ready to provide the diagnostic tools, but some companies need more time. AEM spokesman Michael O'Brien told reporters yesterday, AEM and EDA have put up a new website with details about the program. Well, here's today's He Said It. We've delivered far more promises than we promised. That President Trump at the Republican Congressional Retreat. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, February 2nd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.